Hello, I'm Dave Danu, aka Dyspraxic Shaver, and welcome to the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast, where I talk to friends and fellow enthusiasts about their wet shaving experiences. Welcome to episode two. It's an honoured honour and a privilege to have this guy on. I'm a big fan of his YouTube channel and his wet shaving business. Ladies and gentlemen, making his retro wet shaving podcast debut is Chris McDonald, the head honcho of Bare Skin and Tunic. Thank you very much. And it's actually my podcast debut full stop. So yeah, it's a, a nice novelty. Uh, but yeah, like you said, I set up Bare Skin and Tunic, which is an artisan shaving soap and soon to be aftershave line um, off the back of my passion for wet shaving. And my whole um, what, what ethos, I suppose is the right word, is I've got a sense, a small scent line, um, all about um, scents that bring back memories. So there are certain memories I have and the scents that I've put out uh, all connect to a certain memory because even with other people's wet shaving gear, like when I smell a certain thing like Perazzo, for example, that reminds me of when I was back in as a student in Italy. So that's my whole concept, really. Great stuff. How did you um, come up with the name Bear Skin and Tunic? I mean, I love like the, the marketing around it, um, the logo. Um, was that just, uh, you know, obviously with the logo, you see that it's British based already. Is that something that you wanted to incorporate in the brand? Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a multitude of different things. It, um, it's to get the idea of one, it's British um, made. Two, the whole idea is that it's traditional and also... I was head of the army cadet force in my school back in the days. So yeah, it's a little tip towards that. And one of the other things which I thought would, it kind of tipped me to naming it that way. There's a scene in Band of Brothers where um, the guy that Damien Lewis plays, he's having a wet shave in Bastogne. And I thought, oh, there's an idea. So yeah, that was it really. Like it. Great stuff. Um, one thing I like about, I also noticed from like, what you've mentioned um, just now and I noticed from your like, YouTube channel, um, you associate um, sense with um, something like from from the past. Um, I noticed that from like your, I own your Tarifa soap, which I love. I, lo I love a citrus scent. Um, for anyone that owns the soaps or even not familiar with the soaps, could you explain all the, the, the stories behind them? Because I think they're quite fascinating. Yeah, so I've got three uh, at the moment. So the first one is Tarifa, like you mentioned, uh, which is my personal favourite as well. Uh, so they all are centred around the memory of mine. And Tarifa is of my memory of being in Tarifa, which is the most southern point of Spain. And if you look on a map, the point of Spain and the top tip of Africa, they almost meet. There's like a 10 mile or so gap and that's about it. And I went there for a windsurfing holiday and just, it is such a, a lovely place. It was such a wonderful experience. And I thought there must be a scent I can build around this because uh, that part of Spain is known for citrus fruit. And I thought, well, I can combine that. And then it didn't take long for me to think, oh, hang on, there's North Africa. If I can get that sort of the idea of that being the meeting point, that was the whole thing. And yeah, came up with Neroli and I thought, right, which citrus fruit? Um, I thought I tried it with grapefruit, 
but normal grapefruit it's a bit mm, it's not quite as bright as pink grapefruit uh, it's a bit weird describing scents as bright but i think everyone knows what i mean but yeah that's the whole idea behind that it's uh, africa meets spain um which is tarifa um the next one is uh loch lomond um in 2019 so last year of normal um this is in august my sister got married in loch lomond in scotland uh, one of the other scents i wanted i wanted a dark scent um something which was a bit more subtle i suppose and a, like a clean subtle but dark kind of scent and when when i got to loch lomond and i settled into my hotel room looked out the window and there was just this enormous just massive for miles and miles it's just expanse of water and at the time there was a lot of clouds in the sky and it was just in your face this is the awesome power of nature and i and i thought that's something i want to remember because seeing your sister get married it's it's quite a an occasion and i was wearing fine vetiver aftershave that day so uh, I wanted Vetiver to be in it, and after a bit of tinkering and thinking what else could go in the Accord, I it ended up being Lavender, Bergamot and Vetiver. Uh, so yeah, a clean, dark, but slightly calming scent is Loch Lomond. Uh, and the final one is RJM, which are my late father's initials. It's uh, um, a tribute to him. So there's Cedarwood, Bergamot and Rosemary in there. Um, he wore uh, an eau de parfum which had a lot of um, woody notes in it and he drank a lot of Earl Grey tea so that's the bergamot and the only reason I say the only reason it's quite an important reason still the reason the rosemary is in there is it gives it a sort of autumn scent and he was born in September so yeah those are the three scents the three memories and um I feel like I, I'm not the only one who connects sense with memories. So yeah, that is the whole concept so far. I have that a little bit um, off the top of the head. Um, you might see on my Instagram a lot in the post shave. I'll I use Old Spice. Um, it's not just because I, I like a classic scent. Um, um, it, it always reminds me of my granddad. Um, like my granddad used to always have like Old Spice. Um, yeah, I, I totally get like the connection, like you're saying about like Loch Lomond and seeing your sister get married, and um, I get the vetiver thing now with you because I remember in like quite a few of your YouTube videos. I know in the um, post shave, I think there's a aftershave I've seen you use. I think it's um, is it fine accoutrements? That's got vetiver in it, hasn't it? Yeah, it's the clean vetiver. I think it's called. Yeah, I've, I can't remember where my love of vetiver actually came from, but. Um, yeah, I bought the fine vetiver because I realized I liked vetiver and then it became, uh, a passionate love for vetiver since then. I mean, I, I love to try. I've got a, like I said, I've only got Tarifa, um, and Loch Lomond and I know that, I'd, um, uh, Kevy Shaves is usually Loch Lomond because I've seen it, I think, in one of his previous videos. Um, yeah, well, he's actually fun too because yeah, he did the, um, when I first sent him, uh, I asked him to do a review, just said, oh, can I get your thoughts? 
uh, just shortly after I launched. He used it. And then quite recently, he used it again, which was very nice. So, yeah, it was good to get a plug. I mean, RJM, I mean, I mean, I know that one's very special to you um, for obvious reasons. Um, um, I like the the old grey beer. I'm like I'm a old grey drinker myself, so uh, I'm very intrigued by that one. But I wanted to ask you, Chris. Um, I know that you were you've been thinking about releasing a fourth soap. Is there anyone news about that? Um, not that much. Um, yeah, I wanted to release a barber shop scent. I was going to call it Barbear Shop because obviously Bearskin and Tunic, there was the play on the name there. Um, I just had a problem with the fragrance oil I was using and it was causing um, some bad reactions in the skin. Uh, I had a couple of people who tried it and they were getting redness on the skin. And with an aftershave I formulated with that fragrance, I got it as well. So... Um, my current thinking is to get it out at the end of this year. Um, I know through someone at my day job that there's a place in, I think, Hazelmere where they can sort out fragrance oils for you. So I'm thinking of getting in contact with them. Um, obviously, I got the soap base and I got the base for the aftershave. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of formulating a fragrance oil where I could formulate it without any nastiness happening basically um which was a huge shame because the um the scent profile i really loved and i got great feedback on it's uh yeah it's just that one but very major issue i need to iron out but it can be done great stuff i mean we're looking forward to that well whenever that that does arrive i mean um I think it's also exciting news about your aftershaves that uh, I believe are launching soon. I mean, I can't wait to have the tarif for having the soap and the splash. I mean, yeah, that's, that's going to be an awesome shave. Yeah, they are extremely close to being released, I can confirm. Uh, it is just, I've got everything. I've got the first batches all waiting. And now it's just finding how I'm going to promote its release and what to put on the social media channels and yeah but i'm always pretty much good to go so yeah it's a matter of days <laughs> one thing i did want to ask you um so like we know you're, you're very passionate about wet shaving and obviously you're at your own company but um for you how, how did it all start um, i'm really interested about your wet shaving story okay so wet shaving uh in general not just the yeah in, in general yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I well, I've got sensitive skin, and I'm one of those hairy um, gorillas who <laughs> grows like hair all the way down to really far corners of the neck. Um, when I was a teenager, I just shaved with Gillette or what's the other one, Wilkinson, and just a can of goo, which doesn't do your skin any good. And basically, my skin was getting just carved up, really. So. I remember when I was like 17 or 18, I just started growing a beard out, which um, didn't earn me many friends in, um, well, amongst my school teachers, because um, there was a rule in school, you had to be clean shaven. Then when I went to university, I just grew facial hair out. Um, so that's what I was doing. I was just being a, a stubble person. 
but one summer when I was 19, I got an office job. And before I joined them, I thought, well, I suppose I better make myself look presentable and be clean shaven. Um, so I looked on YouTube and I just typed in something like how to shave and not get irritation or something like that. Uh, and I found Mantic 59's video. I forget the title, but it's the one where he teaches you how to shave with a double-edged razor. And I thought, double-edged razor, what is that? Looked at it and I thought, well, that looks pretty cool. Um, I thought, I'll, I'll give it a go, not expecting great results or well, with no expectations, really. I just really love stuff which is old school. So I bought some Wilkinson, you know, that little blue shave pot. Yeah. Um, yeah. A Wilkinson horsehair brush um, and some razor, which was a knockoff of, I think it was a knockoff of a Wishi. So it wasn't a particularly good D razor, but I got it. I tried it out and no irritation at all. I got like one or two nicks just on just on the jawline where it's hard to get the angle, but it was a roaring success. And yeah, I, de I developed acquisition disorder a couple of years after that. And yeah, since then I've just gone further down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I've had a very similar story. Like, yeah, for years and years, like um, I just hate using that word cartridge razor. I just, uh, just, just thinking about it always makes me cringe. Um, yeah, I think I was using like um, I forgot what I think it's like Gillette, Gillette Mac Freeze and that sort of stuff. And um, later on, when it you start having like these like mail order sort of models, uh, I think it was Harry's. I remember they were a little bit better, but um, yeah, like wet shave. Uh, just like sorry, just shaving was an like, absolute chore for me. I hated it, and um, I was really like clean shaven. Uh, and it got to the point where you know, like you say, I got similar uh facial hair it just gets like really like thick um i, I literally just discovered it last year i had unfortunately caught coronavirus and i was so weak to do anything and just yeah shaving was just such a chore i remember um i think i was on um, i know you went down and saw like mantic stuff um i somehow i think i was looking for like a see if there was out there was like a shaving magazine or men's grooming magazine out there and i stumbled across a company called bluebeard's revenge oh yeah um, i know yeah yeah, I think they're based in the West Country somewhere. And, uh, I mean, well done. I mean, they've also got, like, great SEO. I mean, they're, they're, like, stacks of all, I think, similar to Mantic stuff, like all this tip-based stuff. And, obviously, they do their own products. And, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty much a similar story to you, really. Like, I, I didn't know what a DE razor was. I saw, like, the old-fashioned sort of, like, blades and things like an Allen block, which I never knew what Allen block was before. Um, and I just bought all this stuff and just like experimented with it. And yeah, like again, similar story. I had a few nicks, but then just keeps on doing it again and again. Went down the rabbit hole. I then I went on Facebook, um, the UK wet shaving group, which I think you're part of. Yeah, I'm well, part of a few. Um, the Raffles one, the UKWSS buy, sell, and trade group. Um, if there are others, I'll happily join them. <laughs> There's um oh what other ones am I? I've got um I'm a big fan of Cella, so I'm in the Cella group. Um sometimes you can get lost in translation in that one, because obviously that being an Italian company, a lot of people are speaking Italian. Um also another Italian one. Um I'm in the Extra Cosmesi group. Um but yeah, I mean the, the UK one, um 
I just, yeah, that just got me further and further down the rabbit hole. Um, just seeing what other guys were buying. Um, and just, yeah, it just would just come like a huge interest of mine. And then YouTube and then discovering like yourself, um, Andy, you know, the opinionated Brit, Kevy Shaves, um, some of the guys in the States, um, the guys from like West Coast Shaving. Um, and yeah, I just, I just haven't looked back. Yeah, here we are with a pod today. It becomes a community, really, because you end up sending samples and you end up with a kind of a, a network of wet shaving friends. So, yeah, you you go further and further down the rabbit hole. And, but it's great, though. It's, and it's, it. I mean, um, um, nowadays, social media gets such a bad name, but I think in our community, um, I couldn't say a bad, a bad word about it. And people are so generous as well. I mean, um, I think a few months ago, I was mailed like a, a few like razors. And um, yeah, just, just some of the, the generosity, uh, it's just, it really is mind blown. Yeah, because I've been sent stuff by uh, Andy and uh, Chris Kelly, um, Shave King Chris Kelly. Uh, shout okay, out yeah. to him. I know who just, yeah, yeah. Not even asking, sending me stuff. And I just thought, ah, oh, that's really, really nice. And yeah, it's, uh, it's cyclical. Absolutely. Um, like I say, yeah, it's, it's just such a something I'm really actually proud to be part of, really, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, I've got to say, I've. I never thought I'd be one of those people, but I actually enjoy making YouTube videos of myself. So, yeah, I never never expected that. And yeah, as as you make more videos and you use more stuff, it's yeah, it's interesting the people you meet as well and the people who come across your your profiles and show an interest. And you just think, oh, I never knew I'd appeal to. <laughs> people in those corners One thing I'm, also, I'm intrigued about you wet shaving youtuber guys is um do, do, do you plan in advance what you're going to use like how, how does that work uh, personally i do um what i'm doing recently is i whatever's quite new um for example esteem which has been on shaving time but they've stocked them only quite recently they're based in bath um southern witchcraft which i think only came over to the uk quite recently um i'm looking to um just see what new stuff comes in uh and also there's some stuff which has been on the market for a while which i've never got around to um so that's how i plan it and sometimes i just think well i'm in the mood for this kind of thing and and that's what i'll do really like i've i bought um baker street and Sharp Dressed Man by by Sterling. Uh, they, they've obviously been around for a while now, but I've never got around to them. And yeah, it's yeah, even new stuff or just stuff which stuff which you just feel like, I suppose. Go back to those um, Sterling. Yeah, those samples are great. Did you get them on um, shaving time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bought, funny enough, I've got a couple the other week. I've got um, is it Executive Man? which I've only just finished using. I'm going to put a use tonight. Um, I think it's black cherry, and that, that smells awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to tonight's shave already. Okay, what is, what is black cherry? Because obviously it's cherry. Is it with anything else? It, it, it's literally that. I've not really read the, uh, the ingredients. The, the writing's quite small, but um, it literally just smells literally just like that, black cherry. Um, okay. 
I mean, I, I don't mind most scents I've tried. I thought, you know, I like that. I do quite like the fruity and fruity scents, also like the citrus scents. You know, you go back to like your soap, Tarifa, as well. But um, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that one tonight. Yes, I'd say I love the vast majority of stuff I tried from Sterling. There's just uh, Duke, I just thought it was all right. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't bad in any way. It's just it, it wasn't really for me. Um, yeah, it was just Duke, which I wasn't really feeling that much. But yeah, Sterling, some of the scents they have are fantastic. It's a shame we can't. I think Shaving Time is like one of their, you know, like as you know, me and you are both based in the UK. I think it's. I know you can't buy from them directly. It's only for the for the states and Canada, I believe. Because um, the only one I've ever like, I've tried many of their samples, and I've got um, the only one I've got in a tub is. Um, the, the Christmas tree scent. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because that, that was really doing the rounds, well, obviously around Christmas time. Beautiful um, pine scent. I know, I know you can, well, obviously you can buy direct in the States, and I think I'm right in saying this. Don't quote me on this, but I think Shaving Time is their exclusive UK distributor. I think that would make sense, because I don't, I don't think I've seen any other UK shaving site sell it maybe i'm wrong but yeah. yeah i've only ever seen it on shaving time but yeah i it's certainly the only place you can get sterling bath soap which i love uh, as well it's through at uh, it's actually through the bath soap which guides me in uh, which shaving soaps to use um because i first tried executive man uh bath soap in summer uh, open the box, I was like, oh. Uh, so that's why I bought that one. And I've fallen in love with Piacenza. Um, oh, I love yeah. all things Italy. And if you go to Italy, you realise that uh, both men and women, they wear a lot of um, fragrances with musk. And so whenever I smell that, it just reminds me of Italy. And I think they're based on Aqua di Parma. Yellow. The, the yellow one, I think. It's it's one of the older ones of Aqua di Parma. I don't know if it's is it Colonia, maybe it's Colonia. Whatever one's in the because I've I tried the sample of that and in my post shave I've got um yeah I've got the Aqua di Parma. I've got the the yellow one and the blue one. And it, to me, the Sterling one smells like the yellow one. Okay, um, but yeah, and. It, it, whenever I smell um, Piacenza, I just think of Italy, and it's a well it's a well named one because Piacenza is actually in uh, a region which I've lived in for uh, about a year total of my life, and yeah, whenever I smell that, I just think of that region. So yeah, that is gonna I'm, I'm gonna buy a full on tub of that. I think anything that's based on for me, are, um, if you look at my Instagram, a lot of the soaps used are like, um, I've got a thing for like Italian soaps. Um, I just think they're just so well crafted. Um, I'm a big fan of like Extra Cosmesi. Um, the guy, I think it's the guy that makes it, Don Donato. Um, I think they're based near Turin or somewhere, but like, yeah, just well crafted. Love, I just just love the passion. And everything that goes into those soaps, um, the splashes. Um, what other ones have I tried from Italy? 
obviously Parasso, that's standard. There's another one, I think it's called Sapone de Barba. Sapone Ficio Varesino. That one as well is good. Um, and there's, there's, there's another one, I, can't, oh, I got it for my birthday. I think it's called, it's, it's not, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the soap company, but I think it's called Sapone de Barba or something. That's quite an interesting uh, one. Is it, oh, what's it, Sapone Ficio, is it Bagnoli or? I might have to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my mind's gone completely blank. Uh, I think it's called Sapone. I don't speak Italian, so uh, <laughs> I know Sapone... Sapone is soap, isn't it? The barber is yes. obviously, yeah. Uh, it's annoying because I originally sure saw it on like most of the soaps I discover on like Kevy Shaves. Um, is it? I know it's in a black. Black container, is it? Oh, there you go. So I'm going to completely butcher this because I can't speak a word of Itali Italian. Um, it's a Fissian uh, Artigiana Milano shaving soap. Oh, I think I know the one you mean. Yeah, I've I've seen that logo floating around. But, um, yeah, it's another one I haven't tried. It's, it's so hard to get around to all of these ones. But, yeah, I, I need to expand my knowledge of all of these italian ones because yeah for an italian obsessive like me it's a bit embarrassing <laughs> so yeah sapone feature varicino i've fallen in love with because i i bought my merca 37c the slant bar quite recently and yeah. the guy who's who sold it to me he put in a sample of the desert vetiver and yeah the quality of shaving soap they make is just unbelievable so yeah, I'm going to get more of their stuff as well. Stick that on the channel. Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, um, yeah, I just never get bored of stuff from Italy. I think um, I know a lot of people are big fans of stuff that comes out. I know from the, the States, we've mentioned like Sterling. Obviously, everyone loves or seems to love PAA. Um, just, just everything like the marketing, everything. Um, Fran and Doug. Uh, is it Doug? Yeah, Doug. Sorry. Yeah, they, they really do know their stuff um, when it comes to wet shaving products. Yeah, I think PAA are the, well, they're part of the reasons why I became an obsessive and went down the rabbit hole because before that I was just buying one tub at a time and only replacing it when it ran out, which is unheard of now. And I, I discovered PAA when I discovered Nick Shaves' channel in about 2014 oh, yeah. when he was at his at his height um so yeah started off with their lime scent which was really underrated i think as well uh, back when it was how to grow a mustache and then i went for gondolier cad and yeah that just snowballed into trying every single well, american artisan because there weren't many british ones at that time but yeah, Douglas, he has done great stuff for the industry and the community. Yeah, I mean, I just love, not just like, um, I'll be honest, I've only only owned and tried one PA soap, and that's the Future Fictions, I think it's called. The one with like the guy killing a robot on it, uh, which I love, is a cool um, uh, drawing design. Um, I, I, love all, I love all the designs and artwork and everything. Um, yeah, the marketing and the brand is just awesome. Um, for me, it, I got into them just from the shaving brushes. Um, 
my favorite shaving brush is the the Peregrino, the you know the classic green and white one. Um, it's oh, like yeah, a yeah. synthetic knot, uh, beautiful brush. Um, I've got another one which I can't remember the name of, but um, I started just yeah getting obsessed with their brushes, and then um, uh, uh, the pre-shaver started using the cube and that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's just such an awesome brand, um, and it's obviously it's great quality as well. I was thinking something you know you'll always pay the price for, even if it is like a tad expensive. You'll you'll always um, pay because at the end of the day, you know what you're going to get with uh, PAA. Yeah, well, I I went for them because they, um, it's all natural. Because well, I, the first one I bought from them was well, I say bought it was a birthday present. It was uh, the lime scent. It was a uh, vegan and everything was natural. Um, I didn't care that it was vegan, but yeah, the thing that appealed was that it was all natural. So obviously you pay a bit more, but there's that angle. And also the lather is just top, top stuff as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's, um, I still don't know really what it is. It, 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 every time you look on the top, it, it's like CK6 formula. I still don't know what that is. Um, uh, I don't really know 100%. I, I think um, it's... There's more coconut butter is part of it. There's more to it than that, I'm sure. Mm. Um, I think that's part of the reason why it's so much more expensive because making soaps with coconut butter myself, it is one of the more expensive butters you can put in a soap. So I think that's definitely part of it. That's interesting. Um, yeah, just something I just always wonder. Like, every, like uh, when I've seen it online, or like the one that I own, is that, or like you see, like YouTubers use it, and they would say, ah. Oh, this soap with like ck6 formula I'm like what is ck6 formula <laughs> uh i mean to be honest uh not having a go at the ck6 lovers but i think it's a bit bit overkill personally um i go for paa well obviously for the lava but a huge reason a huge reason is the scent as well and I just think, do I need extra coconut butter and all that kind of thing? <laughs> uh, well, need can be a, a loose term, but yeah, well, when I get around to trying CK sticks, maybe I'll be converted. But for now, uh, it's yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one open ended. CK six <laughs> lovers, if you want to tell me why I'm wrong, please. I am op an open minded man. But yeah, that's what I think at the moment. You're always welcome to come, come on another episode, Chris, and uh, you could uh, try it and then give your thoughts. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's already great stuff. Um, but yeah, if I'm honest, um, I'm not completely clued up on CK6. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it has more coke and butter. But yeah. Can the lava get much better than the standard stuff? I suppose that's the that's main the question. Because <laughs> the scent is fine. It's just, what is the CK6 going to change? So, um, thinking of um, uh, domestic um, artisans, um, is there any that you're you're fan of? I know you mentioned like um, you got into like PA. There wasn't many. Now there, there is quite a few in the UK. Is there any that um, besides like your, your brand as well, that any that um, you're a fan of? Um, 
Right, I'm trying to let's have a think now. All of the the British ones. Well, um, the ones that obviously come to mind, Phoenix and Bo, um, who do great work actually. They've done a lot for the community. I think they've led the charge really for all the new um, UK artisans we see coming through. I think I read that. Um, uh, isn't it a family that are behind Phoenix and Bo? Yeah, I know it's um, Kerry who's um, the main sort of front man. I know it's he and his wife uh, do it. And yeah, I think, they, I think they run it out of their home. So yeah, you are right in saying that. Um, I've tried, what is it now? I've tried, I've got a whole tub of Spitfire. I remember that going on social media about 2015, 2016. Uh, and I love all things old school, so that immediately um, piqued my interest. And yeah, great scent. Um, I think people are a bit harsh on it when they say it's all juniper and no leather and tobacco, because I always get a whiff of uh, leather and tobacco. Um, thing I love about them is how thirsty the soap is. You can just pile water in and in, and it just keeps going so yeah i'm a big fan of theirs uh, i tried uh oh, what is it called now trafalgar thanks to andy is that the one with the queen on it Ooh, i think trafalgar is the one with the lion i oh, think the that, one with, that would make sense i think the one with the queen is the one that's on my list uh and the one on my list is albion which is the one with lavender and grapefruit um i always love a grapefruit note so that is on my list i've still never tried their stuff um, i mean i know it's good and they've, they've got a great reputation um yeah but yeah definitely all their stuff is yeah i've got i've got a huge list at the moment I'm, the thing with you know if you're dead you just you get to the point where you're like oh i just don't know where to store stuff <laughs> yeah which is why I, i'm i'm now at the point where i'm gonna catch and release like with my latest video with southern witchcrafts as lovely as it is, I'm going to release it and do a trade. And I, I think that's what I'm going uh, to do just to keep the, the YouTube channel going. Um, so, yeah, this is my current list, if it, um, if you want to hear it. So, um, Esteem Primal, which is going to be my next video. Um, I want to say I'm a big fan. Um, their ingredients list looks really good. So, I have very very little doubt that they are ones to recommend um so yeah they're obviously british and i've heard good things about them um moon soaps havana and moon soaps tobacco flower haven't got around to using those um i've heard good stuff about them they're um they're based in the states aren't they uh yes i i don't know exactly where but yeah again american brand um phoenix and bow albion which is i think um well it's lavender and it's got grapefruit it's got something else in it which um evades my memory but uh that's one of the phoenix and bow i really want to try and this is my main one or main two noble otter firefighter and noble otter barbar again yeah i've never tried this i follow them on instagram um Again, I love all like the the brand and like the um, that goes with it. They're game. They're, they're on my list. I think I've seen them. Um, I think over here you can get that from. Um, is it Slick Boys? I think. 
think it's Slick Boys, yeah. Yeah. Because I know if you if you want to get like the likes of like um US brands like Barrister and Man, for example, um I think Slick Boys do that. Yeah, they I think that well it's not just them, but they do Zingari Man as well, I think. Yeah, Zingari Man, yeah. Um I can't remember the woman's name if it's uh is that always does those Instagram videos for Zingari Man. She I think I think actually asked where can I get like do you like sell anywhere? Does it yeah, sorry, is there a UK vendor? And I think she said um slip boys. Shaving station, I'm I was on there the other day, I'm sure I saw some Zingari Watchman. So yeah. That one's on my list as well. Um that's the one with the, that's the one with the lighthouse on, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I, I love the beach and the sea and all that kind of thing. So that instantly um jumped out at me. Um I tried that one. Very nice scent. It's um it's got a sort of it just reminds you of being by the ocean and it's got a sort of cologne scent without being overpowering. So I recommend them. Um, Andy, the opinionated Brit, sent me samples of the Socialite and the Explorer. So, yeah, I've tried three of them. Very, very good lover. And there's one more um, as well, which looks nice. Uh, I don't know what the scent profile is, but Anthony Esposito put up one on Zingari the Merchant. Uh, and I think that's going to have to be added to the list as well. Yeah, there's one I would have tried from Zingari, man. I can't remember whatever the one is in the, uh, the in the green writing. I saw, I saw that the other day. And I thought, oh, that sounds nice. I can't remember yeah. what um, what's in it. It's not the, <laughs> the wonder, is it? I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. But um, yeah, I think I should like like what you, what you do and just start writing them down. Um, I think I just see them in in people's. Um, shave the days and like oh yeah i've got to try that <laughs> and then yeah. I add it to the list but yeah i i have it on my phone now um because i always say oh that's on my list but then there used to never actually be an actual list and i'd get in the cycle of adding it to the mental list and it never getting done so yeah there is an actual list now which i do tick stuff off so when you have a wet shaving YouTube channel, that comes in handy. You actually buy the stuff you <laughs> actually kind of need to review. Makes sense. I wish somebody like did an app. Like I know um, one of my mates is really into like craft beer. I know for like craft beer fans, there's a there's a there's an app where you can every time you try to craft beer, you can add it to your list. I think us wet shavers need an equivalent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, something that holds us to account when we add it to the list. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the only trouble with me is I'm a bit, I can be a bit tight. And some of these soaps, I just think, um, oh, in order to fork out money, it's got to be damn good. But now I'm going to actually put myself out there now and um, buy this stuff. And hey, if I don't like it, I can just stick it on the raffle group or the BST and exactly. just expand my rep repertoire that way. I might have to start doing that, you know, because like I say, um, sometimes I'm like, oh, I would love to buy that, but I'm just thinking about this. There's just like, it's getting to the point where there's like no space. So I might have to join a few of those groups and um, do some swaps. 
Some yeah, the worst thing is even really, really great soaps, you end up with a, a tub and there's still a huge amount just sitting there. So, yeah, you've got to kick that hoarding habit. Well, <laughs> that's it. Well, one thing I did want to ask you, Chris. Um, so if you could have like your dream wet shaving set up um, and if you were, you know, you're going to go into your den like, what would be your ideal hardware and software that you would pick? Um, and you can go all out expensive or, you know, go completely like bargain bucket. Oh, good question. Um, so um, starting with the pre-shave, it will just be the PAA cube. Um, unmenfilated. Um, yeah, the, the unmenfilated version because... Uh, well, sometimes you just don't want the menfold to add to the scent. So yeah, I've um, sorry for jumping in there. I, I, I've I, I've I've learned this about the cube. Um, I I bought I started off with the uh, menfold one, um, and like every shave then turns into like a menfold shave, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I I do like a menfold shave, but you don't, in my opinion, you don't always want a menfold shave, do you? That's right. Yes. Well, if I've got a lot of stubble, it's great. Sometimes you just think, well, I don't really want this. So, yeah, um, it would be PA the cube. Um, Razor, my Merca 37 slant bar. Uh, I'm still going through blades, but at the moment, my number one is the Gillette Nasset. Uh, Good choice. Closely, closely followed by the Astra Greens. Uh, although I was really impressed by the repairers the other day, but yeah, the Gillette Nassets are number one. Um, brush, I use the PAA, I think it's called the Switchback 400. It's the one with the, um, it's the chrome handle, which is based on the old school rubber set one. I'm sure people will know the one I'm talking about. Uh, Razor Rock do one. It's um, uh, another one as well. So it'd be one of those, a synthetic brush, because um, boar hair just sucks up all the lava. And I I've never really liked badger, badger hair brushes that much anyway, because, um, yeah, they're, they're nice. They do the job well, uh, to be fair, badger hair lovers. Not hating on you. It's just the thing I can't stand is it's the amount of maintenance. And, yeah, for me, synthetics do such a good job. So... Yeah, synthetic brush. Uh, On to the soaps. Uh, I would have maybe a, a Martin de Condre, um, either a Vetiva or the Fougere scent. And aftershave. Who would be the aftershave? Yeah, there's some kind of sterling aftershave which um, complements the Martin de Condra scent. Sounds like a ideal shave. Yeah, that, that would be mine, yeah, because, yeah, the fine, the fine aftershave, they've got menthol crystals in them, and whilst that works well... Um, I don't know. I just prefer the Sterling aftershave just a little bit. I mean, I, my first episode, which was me just talking for like four or five minutes, I went for 
if you, if you want to hear mine, I went for um, Razor. I went for the 34C just because it simply, in my opinion, has that GOAT status in the Razor world. Um, I went for the same blade choice as you. Um, just find Nassets really comfortable. To, to be honest, I've tried a lot of different Gillette blades and I really couldn't say a bad word about them, but um, I call it like the, the, the different seven o'clocks you get. Um, but yeah, Nasset is really comfortable. I think I went for... Um, Cycle went for Cella. I just, I just, uh, the red tub. I just love that sweet almondy, um, cherry smell. Um, and it's just so easy to lather as well. Um, God, what else to go for? I think I went for like quite, quite budget. I think, um, after Shave, I just went for like Old Spice, uh, Old Spice Original again, nostalgia. Or oh, that, or again, that one always reminds me of my granddad. Um, yeah, so that was sort of my dream sort of set up quite quite cheap really yeah well for similar reasons i really like um brute um well i say similar the exact same reason because my granddad used to wear it um but yeah the thing with the merc of 34 34c it's the all-rounder like everyone loves it you know what you're gonna get it's um it, it's just the the bmw reliable german engineering Good for beginners, good for veterans. Uh, one thing I do slightly disagree with is I did not get along with Gillette Blues. Well, I bought in France these Gillette blades called Gillette Bleu, as they were from this French supermarket. I just, yeah, couldn't get on with those personally. Um, but they make loads of things. I, I love the seven o'clocks, love the Nassets, as you well know, and... The one I really want to try is Gillette Rubies, because they're a bit of a, in my eyes, they're an elusive one. I I've can't find tried, them. Yeah, I've never, I think you can get them on eBay. I think there's like um, some eBay seller that sells, God, you name it. There's like, you go down to the drop down menu and there's just like ones like, I know there's been one that I'd never heard of until recently that I noticed a few people in the wet shaving community, uh, in the group have put in, um, I think they're made in like, Somewhere in Southeast Asia, I think like London Bridge. I'm pretty sure they're probably named, they're probably, sorry, done under the Gillette name as well. Um, there's just so many. I've tried Minoras. Yeah, I recommend them. They're quite comfy. Okay, I think Kevy actually did a video with London Bridge. That's right. Uh, I think he did, yeah. I think, yeah. I think was it India they manufacture them? I think it was India. Could be India or like another part of Asia, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just um, yeah, they're, they're just they're just is so many. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the only two most blades I've got on with. I think I've only had two that I wasn't a big fan of. That was um, I think these are made in the Czech Republic. Uh, one's called Tiger. Um, I, I might give them a go again because that was in like sort of the the early days when I started out and. Um, there's this ones I got from China. I bought like um, this um, sort of like this bronze looking, I think it's made by someone called Yintel. So this bronze looking razor um, and it had like these three blades of it. I think it was called like Mingxi. And um, God, yeah, they, they, I don't think I'd try them again. They, they, they were just um, it's like shaving with like glass. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that, that's the thing. You, with... Uh, I imagine with Chinese razor blades, you've got to be careful. Um, with straight razors, the steel you get out you get out from China is not very good. 
uh, and you find these blades, they match the hair of the nation they're made in, like um, with blades manufactured in places like Turkey, they obviously the Turks have famously very thick beards, whereas in China, the facial hair, I imagine, is much, much more sparse. So I don't mind Turkish stuff. I think um, I know it's more of like a Marmite scent. You got you like things like Arco. I don't mind. Um, I know a lot of people use them. Um, I think they're Turkish blades. Is it Derby Usta? Yes, Derby or Derby, however you want to pronounce it. Um, yeah, they're Turkish. Uh, I've never tried the Derby soap. I've heard really good stuff about it. I tried the Arco back in 2014. Lava is great. The scent, mm, not really a fan of, personally. Um, so I, you, I, you either I love it or you hate it, don't you? A lot of people, but I, I wasn't really feeling it. Nick Shaves described it as aeroplane soap, I remember, which I thought was quite accurate. See, for that, or some people say, like in the reviews I've seen, it's like, um, you know, in urinals, you've got uh, urinals, you've got those pucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it smells like um, with some friends that used to have a house in Turkey, and it's to bring back like this, um, it's like this like, mosquito repellent, like a citrus um, scent. To me, it smells a bit like that. Um, but I, I don't think that's a bad smell. Um, but for me, I, I'd describe Arco as like if you were like traveling somewhere, um, that would be the type of soap that you would bring. You'd think, oh, I've used it a few times. I don't care if I like leave it in the hotel or something. Um, yeah, that's that's true, actually. Yeah, I've got the shaving stick as well, which I've got no complaints about really either. I think that's quite a good one. Yeah, I, I enjoy a stick well when traveling as well. Um, I've heard good stuff about the Derby stick, apparently, that's really good. Um, it's not as malleable as the Arco one, but I've heard it is good. Um, Tabak is probably the king of the shave sticks, though. I... I've never tried that. Um, again, I've heard that's is that similar to like Arco's in like you either love it or you hate it? Is that right? Um, it it has more lovers than haters, I think. But I, I could understand why people wouldn't like it. Uh, I love it, but. It's, uh, I imagine it's what a gentleman in the 1950s would have smelled like. Makes sense, yeah. I've seen sort of like a lot of love, and sort of like, um, I bought it just to try and like, not really feeling it, sort of comments in, in, in um, the Facebook groups. Um, yeah, that's, that's another one on my list. Um, seems, it seems like a like brute, like, like just seems like a like an all time classic. Um, one yeah i've definitely definitely got to try yeah the soap is good I, i've got the stick i've never tried the um, the puck they do but i have heard good things about that uh and i really really loved the aftershave um which i no longer have a bottle of uh i forgot what i actually did with that but yeah i personally loved the aftershave um but yeah it's it's a dark scent I really don't know how to describe it, but yeah, I, I remember I got the stick on Amazon for something really, really cheap. So yeah, I I do recommend that. Nice one. Um, is there, is, I'll just ask you, is there anything else you'd like to plug? And also, how can people find you online? Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, I've got the 
the free soaps, Tarifa, RJM, and Lock Lomond, currently all for sale um, on my website, bearskinandtunic.com, uh, also available on shavingtime.co.uk. Uh, and I have very, very soon, I'll have matching aftershave splashes. And you can find me, I'm mainly active on Instagram, where it's at bearskinandtunic, uh, or on YouTube which is, yeah, Bearskin and Tunic. If you type in uh, Bearskin and Tunic um, wet shaving or something, you'll find my channel. Great stuff. Well, um, thanks for your insights, Chris. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And uh, you're always welcome um, to come on any time. Um, so just say to everyone, that's it from Chris and I. Um, thanks for listening, and hopefully episode three is fairly soon. If you'd like to come on the podcast, please let me know. And you can contact me via Twitter and Instagram at Dispatch and Shaver. Um, hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And most importantly, stay safe.